King Olafur surreptitiously rubbed his damp palms against the sleeves of his silken robe. A lesser man might have shown his impatience by fidgeting, or given in to the urge to pace. But Olafur was beyond such temptations. The blood of great rulers flowed in his veins. Thorvald, his father, had conquered Duncare and expanded the reach of the empire from sea to sea. Olavin, his grandsire, had brought glory to Yorsk as the hub of a trading empire. And his great-grandsire was King Axel, whose brilliant diplomacy had enabled him to forge an alliance with Emperor Geoffrey of Selvarat, ending two hundred years of enmity between their peoples. And King Axel's skill at diplomacy had been equaled by his prowess as a war leader, for the combined might of Selvarat and Yorsk had crushed the Narakat alliance that had threatened both their realms. His forebears had left him a mighty kingdom, along with the responsibility to preserve it. Since his father's death, Olafur had done what he could in the face of nearly insurmountable odds. But Axel had faced only one enemy, and the Narakat alliance, for all their viciousness, had been an honorable foe who attacked openly. By contrast, Olafur had been fighting a series of faceless enemies who melted away as soon as they were confronted. Border raiders, pirates, and internal unrest had bedeviled him, along with crop failures, plagues, and a host of monsters that had claimed the lives of the Chosen Ones with depressing regularity. Olafur knew that no other man could have held the kingdom together so long, but even he could only do so much. Help must be had if the kingdom was to survive. It was time to call upon the ancient alliance once more and ask Selvarat to honor its promise of friendship and mutual aid. His eyes swept the receiving room, ensuring that all was in readiness. On his left side stood Lady Ingolf, the leader of the king's council. Ranged beside her were a half-dozen high-ranking nobles, carefully chosen so that each region had a representative. If this had been a formal reception in the great throne room, his entire court would have been in attendance, but a mere ambassador did not rate such an honor, regardless of the importance of his mission. Standing on his right side was Marshal Erlid Olvarsson, who now led the royal army in the absence of the Chosen One. While the marshal would never command the strong devotion that Devlin inspired in his followers, his loyalty to the throne was unquestioned, as was his obedience. And while no one could question the Chosen One's loyalty to his oaths, Devlin had yet to learn the value of political compromise. He continued to see matters in the most simplistic terms. It was for the best that Devlin's journey to Duncare had taken longer than expected. His presence here would only complicate matters. Not to mention that it would give Olafur great pleasure to be the one who ensured the security of his kingdom. He and he alone would be hailed as the savior of his people. Devlin's heroics and his strange ideas about the place of the common people would be forgotten.